Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, a podcast where we talk through every single item, trinket, boss, 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 in the Binding of Isaac series of games. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined, as always, by my Bielsa buddy, Gary Butterfield. Oh, very good. Hey, thanks. We might have yeah, used clever. it before. That's <laughs> quite right. Yeah. It was clever then, it's clever now. Yeah, clever doesn't fade. Clever uh, Clever never fades. Yeah, joke is always best if you tell it multiple times, because you get better at telling it. That's right. Joke is always best. The aristocrats. Um, I, I did an, I, I participated in an aristocrats contest once. Oh yeah. Uh, and of, I think you can assume, uh, I went like weird and nerdy and deep and dark. And then I yeah. just got, I got destroyed by a guy who was just like, and then they fucked the dad three times. And I'm like, yeah, fair enough. It, it's he, like shitty. Um, it's, it's like quiplash rules, Uh huh. you know, like, like if you're at a bad quiplash game, you know, the, the uh, I was uh, my my last uh, serious girlfriend uh, from last year, mm-hmm. um, not the one with the fistula. The, the um, <laughs> people were following Duckfeed, the one who introduced me to Frontier Psychiatrist recently on Teenage Drugs. Um, she, I went to a party, uh, her birthday party was held at some friends' uh, things or her roommate's birthday party, and they played Quiplash, and it was hell. Yeah, like playing Jackbox with people who uh, have been bad sense of humor and think that like. The direct route to being funny is to be dirty is hell. But Gary, because they all think it's funny, you're the one who's not funny because humor is subjective. It's possibly true, but I wasn't saying it wasn't funny. I was saying I was in hell. I know. I was, I, so, I was just yeah. further elaborating on your hell. Yeah, that, that's part of what was hell. Like, not me not being funny in a group of people is hell, and I should self-interrogate that. Nah, the, no, uh, no, 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 Gary. Don't, <laughs> no, don't, don't examine that no. one. It might bring down our whole show. No? I should leave that door door shut. Yeah, is that yeah. the Lost Souls room? Should I leave that uh, <laughs> that room shut? So that one hallway that the really crag faced janitor in Beetlejuice opens up for him. Yeah, yeah. deep pull. Sorry, deep yeah. deep that, that, deep Yeah, we got deep a couple of uh, deep puzzles going on here as we uh, go through uh, this series of jokes. I can't yep. wait for someone to stream the game of our show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. Because yeah. then in the chat we can like answer questions and stuff. We can we can do that during. Uh, Duckstream. Gary, my favorite thing about the fact you're not leaving Portland is that Duckstream yeah. continues unimpeded. At least one more year. Yeah. Uh, until until I get priced out. Am I paying too much rent on the new place? Yes. yes. Is it going to be okay? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, it's a real maybe. So if you enjoy the show, go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. I, I'm, I'm legitimately not trying to guilt anybody about that with this stuff. I'm just super anxious about it because I wrote a check for $2,500 today. Oof. Is that, so is it's that just two like, months? It's one month and a, a, a unusually hefty security deposit. Okay. So it's just like, it's like, wow, that's, that I had money saved up and now, now I kind of only a little bit do. Yeah. Uh, and it just feels bad. So I, it's making me anxious about money. Patreon.com slash duckfeed TV. Gary won't guilt, guilt you about it. I will, you fucking cheapskates. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. And I don't think anyone's a cheapskate if they can't do it. Everyone's got to take care of their own. It's, it's, uh, the guidance counselor on my shoulder was like, you should not live in this town. And then I was like, ah, my band is getting good. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Duckstream. There's just reasons this day. Um, what day is the day? Gary, it's Boss Sunday. There's more to life than Boss. So take a chance and face the Boss. Open road and a road that's hit brand new boss around the boss. All right. Oh um, man, I, I, I it's so hot in here that I kind of just tranced out during the <laughs> the edit <laughs> gap. 
we could do it real time. I recorded with a podcast where they did all their musical stings and editing like at the time they recorded. Oh, I like that. Like they did it with a computer and it was like, is this a smarter way to do it? It's um, actually, I, I, there was a time when I dreaded these episodes cause I didn't know how to like break up tracks and stuff in mm. audacity. You just hit control I. It's pretty easy. It's extremely easy actually. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I just. I don't know whether that makes it easier or harder to edit, but it means that people in the studio can listen to them too. Ah, which is kind of fun, I guess. Let's uh, let's try um, to recreate the the stinger now. Okay. Ding 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 ding. ding There's a time for that and a time for things. Down the balls. And the things are Tony Danza. Everybody knows it's time for boss. Ding ding ding. That's what the theme song does next, right? Yeah, probably. I think that's as yeah. long as the stinger is. Yeah, it's. it's a, I think I say boss four times. Dude, you so say just, trinket uh, every, four times. I think you say boss fewer times. It might be. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, what boss are we talking about today? We're talking about Duke of Flies. Classic, and for I'm surprised he's not the first boss. I am. Doesn't he seem like yeah, yeah, boy. He's way down the list, and of course, the list is entirely whatever's on the wiki. There's no actual like. List yeah, <laughs> we say first it's pretty meaningless um but i'm just kind of surprised we're going this many boss sundays and the reason why is because the way the wiki is organized to do basement exclusive bosses then seller exclusive and then bosses that can be both yeah which this guy can uh so let's describe this guy briefly he's a big yes. happy ball yep he's, he's a big kind of big flesh sack uh that uh is full of flies which and he is, which he is the Duke of. Yep. He looks sad except for when he smiles and like spits out some flies. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is he often does that, because that's really all he does. That's what the base version does. And he does that cough noise that I like. Uh, Pestilence does it a lot too. Ockham. Or Famine does it. Ockham. <laughs> like, uh, they do this like great little cough. Buy my book. He does say, buy my book. Um, he is very simple. Uh, mm-hmm. And the reason I think we thought he was first is because he does feel like the first boss you should fight. Yeah, in the game, him or, really or, pin, or not pin uh, Larry Junior. I feel yeah, like he's yeah. a good intro boss, but yep, extremely easy. Um, he just kind of slowly floats around the room, spitting out flies. Uh huh. The only real trouble here is that the flies, if you don't have any kind of piercing, make it hard to actually hit him. Yes, he's defensive because he does generate um, they, a lot of flies, and they mostly just hang around him. Um, but sometimes he'll do kind of a cough that will send all the flies outwards Mm -hmm. and send them towards him, like free them from his orbit. He's kind of a sophisticated boss in that respect. Like his moves are about controlling the behavior of monsters that already have set behaviors. It's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes he can just, uh, shoot out a big, a big, like a red fly, uh, which are tend to be a little bit more aggressive and tanky and, uh, they will head towards you immediately. Yeah. Uh, so this is not a boss that is likely to give you a lot of damage. It's more... You will, the fight will be kind of long, even though he has low health, and you'll might screw up and take a hit once. Yes. Um, but even then, like, black flies, uh, the ones that he makes, I don't think he, does he make black flies? No, he just makes attack flies. Yeah. Um, because black flies can't hurt you. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty hard to get hurt here, especially if you have any DPS. If you're one-shotting flies, mm-hmm. you are so beyond gold. And if you've got any kind of damage or DPS upgrade, first floor. Without that, a little bit tricky, but he has so little HP. Um, you know, if you have like the unicorn stump or something like that, you can just melt this dude and just walk into him and he dies very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just have to so, talk about how we miss him. I, I miss him too. God, I miss him. Hey, but he'll be back yeah. as uh, a posthumous boss. He will come back. 
Um, he also has a couple champion versions. It's true. He has a uh, green colored champion version that spawns motors, which I am now learning is the uh, the name for the uh, double, double flies. flies. Yep, and, and that also, can be kind of tricky. Yep. Plus, yeah. especially because he can also actually shoot in that form. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, kind of like a not very intense, like just kind of like eight direction mm-hmm. shot. But it's still kind of rare with that. Um, the second version, the orange version, shoots out uh, suckers, which are small flies that do that. Like the big glowing red flies that when you blow them up, they shoot in uh, eight directions or four directions. Uh, and then large attack flies. Yeah. Uh, neither of these are especially harder. No, no, no. They're, they're all pretty easy and they don't have more health or anything. So um, pretty easy. Um, the uh, If you have the Beelzebub... Uh, transformation, which makes flies on your side, um, this guy will just kill himself. Uh-huh. Which is very he will, cool. It's really fun. He'll spawn flies that just attack him. Very sad for him. It is very sad for him. It's like if you had your... Ch- it would be like if your children killed you, Gary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's hard to... It would be. It would actually be a lot like that. Boy, if my son... Like, I didn't know I had a son, but a son showed up. Ooh, now we're getting, like, Shakespearean. Yeah. How old can my, my oldest possible son could be? So I had sex when I was 16. Okay. And you're so 37 possible, I'm, now. I'm 38. Yeah, 38. 37. Yeah. turning 38 soon. So like a son could be, I could have a 26 year old coming to murder me right now. Who Gary, that math doesn't track. That doesn't, that math doesn't track. That's not right. 21. 21. 21 year old. Sorry. The, uh, I'm not, I'm not so smart. You're the brain physicist. Um, <laughs> never the, was, a, never <laughs> that. Gary, I was a um, neuroscientist grad student doing research on Alzheimer's disease, uh, in the, uh, amyloid beta model. Yeah, the science of brain. Brain! Um, <laughs> like, brain, how work? Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, so, but I could have a 21 year old coming to kill me, and that's even, that's almost even scarier than a 26 year old. Absolutely. I'm much scarier. I'm much more afraid of 21 year olds than I am of 26 year olds. Well, they, they would have, like, the spark and the fire. Right? By 26, know? I was dead. Just a little bit yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like, I, he would I, be I, like, at 26, he'd be like, I have to kill my father, but. Yeah, maybe not it's because I might go to jail. Eight. Yeah. Well, yeah. And just, you know, do I want to throw my life away killing, you know, a professional podcaster? Who's like, what's sadder than being a professional podcaster? <laughs> like going to jail for killing one? Yeah. That's pretty rough. Plus, if he kills you, he has to take your place on the show. That 100%. That's a standing like, rule for at- any of you out there, by the way. If you kill Gary, you have to take his place on the show. From jail, though. Yeah. Because in this premise, he's also going to jail because I was just thinking about how sad it would be if, like, I was in jail and they're like, what are you in for? And I'm like, you remember Jesse Thorne? And they're like, no. Gary, I can't, uh, I can't ride not. this train with you. I like Jesse a lot. He's a good <laughs> really, guy. I'm really pushing it because this is revenge that last episode. I know. Really pushing that Max, Max Thorne thing. It could be his goony little friend, though. Whichever one you want. <laughs> Jordan's also really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Either one. Um, there's got to be somebody on that network you don't like. Chris Hardwick? I don't know. He's not on there. He had his <laughs> own a- network that he then left. Listen, there are three podcast networks. It's Duckfeed, County Bang Bang, and then Chris Hardwick and Jesse Thorne's like emporium of shows. Okay. That's <laughs> – <for a> pro- <laughs> to be clear, Gary is a professional podcaster, not a professional podcast knower. Yeah, it's 100% true. And there's surprisingly a little overlap in those two things. You'd think that it would be like a level of expertise, but but here we are. Gary, it's almost like you like to talk more than you like to listen. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> mean. You're doing the you're doing the thing that people who listen to the show where I was mean to something that they like and then they're mean to me personally. Okay. That's the, the cycle of violence that I deal with every day as my job as a professional podcaster. When someone's like, Oh, you don't like Metroid Prime, kill yourself. I'm like, Yeah, that's a video game though. I'm a person. Yeah. I don't think you're actually doing that. I, I just had um, the thought that yeah. like you know, normally people say if you repeat a phrase too many times it loses all meaning. But mm-hmm. professional podcaster starts at zero meaning. <laughs> it's getting more and more meaning as we add yeah, to it. It's accruing. Yeah. <laughs> it's gaining food value. Yeah. Ock. The, um, um There's some trivia on this bad boy. Yeah, there's a lot of it. I didn't read it. It seemed bad. Um, like mo- most of it is is dumb. Like the idea. So here's something that was. Here's a flash. Uh, OG Isaac, old Isaac. Uh, bit of trivia. So uh, this, the trivia says, the Duke of Flies seems to be a human corpse in a bloating stage of decomposition filled to the brim with flies. Beautiful poetry. Uh, I don't think so because it's too round for any kind of human corpse. Like it has, it has legs. It has like a little arms and a little, like nubs. But you know, it's it doesn't it's seem got like that, that autopsy scar, which makes me think maybe it is. It was a head that was cut off or something. Okay. Or or that because the, the uh, other thing is there are the the hosts, the uh, the enemies that have like the human popcorns. And back in the OG Isaac, that's what was the assumed thing. It was like, oh, those things turn into Dukes of Flies. Okay. Like in, you know, and that made sense to me. Like a lot. Because their heads are all full of flies already. And they're bloated and poofy. And they would just keep growing until they popped off. And could float around with all the fly- flies in them. Boy, that's too much work being put into the head cannon of this game. The, uh, what is it all is the cannon that exclusively revolves around heads and being filled with flies. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I referenced earlier on, this is... A reference to Beelzebub, the Duke of Flies, from, I don't know, some sort of demon text. Yeah, yeah, like the Bible. Yeah, the, um, the demon text, yeah, the Bible. The demon text, a.k.a. the Bible. The Bible. Um, Ed McMillan says this is his favorite, uh, in an AMA, so this was his favorite boss design in The Binding of Isaac. And it's, I think it's a real strong one. Mm-hmm. They, they sold these on their store for a little while, and it came with little, like, dollar store fake flies mm-hmm. that you could put in its mouth. It was pretty cute. Um, and he also, this is a very old design. This was uh, made before Meat Boy, actually. So. Pre-Meat Boy. Pre-Meat Boy. So, uh, yeah, all kind of interesting stuff. I like this guy a lot. I would enjoy a plush of him. Um, is our, our perpetual, since we can't re-roll bosses. That's true. But what if we could, Gary? <laughs> what, what if you could? Oh, D10 doesn't allow it. Yeah. The uh, Just one more reason do, the D10's a piece of shit. Would you like a plush of this guy? Uh, you know, I'm not really a plush guy, so no. Yeah, no. How about a how about a, a a Funko Pop? Oh my god, Gary! Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm ruining something I was thinking about doing for your birthday with this, but I have to tell you. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. I was I was at uh, Guardian Games, a great game store in Portland, and but they mm-hmm. do have a Funko Pop section. Mm-hmm. They they didn't have the one I really wanted. But I, I was looking through their Funko Pops because it's fun to look at them and make fun of them and every now and then you see a cool one. They had a Prince William one. <laughs> you mean the real ass person? Yes. And I looked is... on the back and I almost bought this for you just because it was the worst thing I could ever imagine giving you. <laughs> they have a Princess Diana Funko Pop. Oh my God. Right? Hi, that's so much worse than the Laura Palmer one. It really is. Yeah, because she died and her family's still alive <laughs> yeah. and stuff. <laughs> be like getting me a, if like that wouldn't be like getting me a Funko Pop of my mom. That is a Funko Pop you can give to somebody who's alive, which would be like giving them a Funko Pop of their dead mother. Yeah, Jesus. Like, 
wowie zowie. Like that, that's so pretty bad. Ha- I, had to, I had to spend some time explaining to Olivia why it made me so happy to see that. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Oh, man. Can I, well, because we're coming at, at the end of the week. Can I tell you one more story yeah. from my last week? Yeah. I was at the Fred Meyer naming a lot of local brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we call it Freddy's. It's Kroger. Uh, yeah. I was at Fred Meyer and uh, there was a big, I was just picking up a couple things, but there was a line ahead of me on the way out because they were checking receipts. And the line was filled with like kind of cool looking teens. Okay. Uh, so I, because I don't want to be like, oh, they're not going to check me because I'm like an, a, a fat old adult. Mm-hmm. So I waited in the line. But then when I got to her, the lady was like, oh, you don't have to wait. We only, uh, policy says we just have to check for certain things. Like if someone has an unbagged item or they're carrying a beer or if they have a big thing of oil under their arm. Huh. A big thing of oil under their arm. Yeah. like a, I think she said a big bottle of oil under her arm. So people are stealing giant things like canola oil? That has to be. Oh, Mitch. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch. Is Mitch okay? That was Mitch. three. That was three. Mitch, are you all right? He fell down. Oh, Let me no. see. Uh, what happened. Oh, it's actually three means I fell down. Okay. So he, he was multitasking. Hello. Sorry, I fell down. The classic Abbott Costello routine. Yep, he's sorry, though. Anyway, so people must be stealing oil. That's very strange to me. Um, also, I yeah. was in a mood where I was playing a, a Chicago guy. Okay. Yeah, sure. so I had a conversation with the woman while I was being a Chicago guy. My friend Zach, who went to Brandeis, called back earlier, used to do that all the time. But he'd do it in our like shitty hometown. Mm-hmm. So he would be like, I, you know, I'm, I'm a Bostonian guy, uh, with people. And he was like 17 at the time, and I'm sure his accent wasn't as good as he thought it was. Mm-hmm. And I imagine he was fucking insufferable. Yeah. Like I never, I never like got groceries from him when he was checking out, but he's just like, yeah, sometimes when I'm bored at work, uh, he works like a mom and pop butcher shop mm-hmm. too. And sometimes when I'm bored at work, I just like to say in full Bostonian, he is just, you know, and then, uh, do, do this thing. And I'm like, no, nobody's fooled by that. He's 17 years old. I wish I, I told him that then. Yeah. But yeah. I know, unfortunately, I can't because he's become a fun fun cop. That's not that's not code for dying. <laughs> he's become the, a fun <laughs> cop. <laughs> they've gone to the big fun pop shelf in the sky. I don't know what that's a euphemism for, but it's bad. Yeah, it's 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 not. It's it's super not good. Um, if 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 Funko pops of Isaac item like characters came out, I would be a little bit torn because I've been hard up for like like I like Isaac enough to have shit on my shelf. Um, I bought us those, those Etsy uh-huh. Isaacs and I kickstarted the thing at the level where I get the, the statues. Of course you did. Little statues. I, so I wanted some shelf stuff and I love Isaac. You, you're not so. worried you're being shellfish? <laughs> hey. Oh my goodness. The king hey. is back, baby. King of puns. All right. Uh, you know what? Chicago is Will's going to take the rest of this episode. Okay. Uh, Chicago Will and Mitch is going to place in for me so I can stop sweating. All right. Okay, buddy. Uh, all right, uh, if folks enjoy the show, uh, they can go ahead and go over to uh, iTunes.com, babe. And, uh, yeah, just leave a rating and review. It's a, it's a fun way to just let people know you enjoy the show. You can do some dumb jokes in there. We li- I, I've read every single review, and I love each and every one of them. Mitch, how are you doing? Mitch, you got anything for the people? Yep, Mitch says hi. Uh, all right. Uh, while you're doing, uh, while you're thinking about the show, I know sometimes you know I don't think about podcasts very often. But if you're thinking about us, you can also head over to Patreon.com/slash/DuckFeedTV. You give uh, Gary, uh, you know, a buck or two, like one buck a month. You're not gonna miss it. Or if you if you are gonna miss it, like obviously we're not we're not trying to. Gosh, uh, we'd feel just. Yeah, Mitch apologizes, and I I, I co-sign on that double shake. 
but yeah, just uh, if you have it to spare, like it, it really makes a difference. Uh, and it, it's a great way to show that you support this network and the great work that they do. Uh, gosh, I don't have anything else to say, babe. So, uh, Mitch, you got anything? No, Mitch! <laughs> no, <laughs> Mitch, Mitch! Come back, Mitch! Mitch I gotta get in there! I gotta help him! I gotta help him! <laughs> oh, oh no. Chicago Will just leapt out of my mouth. <laughs> Jeez, both of my boys keep falling down. <laughs> both the, uh, of my doctor. boys keep falling down. Doctor says he can't operate on my friend because my daddy works too hard. <laughs> and the Democrats won't let him. Um, yeah. Anywho, good night. Good night.